Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Thursday, August 31st. This is your FT News Briefing. The U.S. Commerce Secretary says she has a new way to resolve business problems with China, and there was another coup in Africa. Military leaders in Africa are becoming emboldened, and this is because coups are contagious. Plus, the founder of China's largest private sector employer is running for president in Taiwan. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. U.S. regulators are worried about Goldman Sachs and its relationship with financial technology companies. The Goldman team stopped signing on risky fintech clients after a warning from the Federal Reserve. That's according to sources who spoke to the FT. The central bank had apparently raised concerns over Goldman's insufficient due diligence when accepting these clients. The team that got the warning has clients like the payment startups Stripe and Wise. Sources said the Fed wasn't alone in having issues with Goldman's risky fintech clients. There were internal complaints, too. There was a coup yesterday in the Central African nation of Gabon. President Ali Bongo had just been declared the winner of Saturday's election. But the military questioned the results, and on Wednesday, they put Bongo under house arrest and appointed a new transitional president. The FT's Anu Adioye joins me now to discuss. Hi, Anu. Hi, Mark. Anu, you posted on social media that you're essentially a coup correspondent now. W- what did you mean by that? You know, over the past few years, especially in Western Central Africa, there's been this run of coups in about seven or eight countries. And all of these coups have been successful. So we've had coups in Guinea, twice in Mali, twice in Burkina Faso, once in Chad, once in Niger last month, and now in Gabon. So, you know, there's been this run of coups in this region that I cover. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. So how does this coup differentiate from the others that you've covered recently? So, you know, this coup in Gabon was against the president, Ali Bongo, who has been in power since 2009. His family's rule over Gabon stretches back to 1967. And Gabon is a peaceful country. It's an oil-rich country. But unfortunately, the wealth has not spread around. If you look at other countries like Niger or Mali or Burkina Faso, These are countries that have been facing the threat of jihadist violence for almost a decade now. In this case, in Gabon, it looks like after another election that looks dubious, the army stepped in just a few minutes after the results were announced. Anu, what's your takeaway from this coup in Gabon? So I think what this portends is that coup leaders, military leaders in Africa are becoming emboldened. And this is because... Coups are contagious. You know, you look at what happens in one neighboring country, you start getting ideas. So I think if you're a very a long ruling leader somewhere in Africa, you might start getting concerned. Anu Adioye is the FT's West Africa correspondent. Thanks, Anu. Thank you. U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo wrapped up a visit to China yesterday. She's the latest in a line of top American officials to go to Beijing this year. 
The U.S. is trying to shore up its relationship with the country, which is at its lowest point in decades. Here to talk more about this is the FT's Washington Bureau Chief, James Politi. Hi, James. Hi, thanks for having me. All right, so James, Raimondo ended her trip by saying she had a new strategy for resolving business issues between the U.S. and China. What did she mean by that? She meant that they're trying to set really a floor on the economic relationship. They're trying to differentiate between the sort of tensions on the geopolitical front with China and the economic relationship. And even within that economic relationship, she's trying to differentiate between sort of ordinary trade with China, which the U.S. wants to preserve, and restrain any sort of risky transfers of technology to China in a way that the U.S. has been concerned really undermines U.S. national security. Yeah, so it sounds like the U.S. is going to have to almost play a bit of a balancing act, right? Yeah, and it's been a few months um, since the U.S. has been saying that they don't want to decouple from China. They want to just de-risk. Now, I think that you know, you could look at that as a sort of semantic difference, but I think in practice, what it means is that they're not looking for an abrupt rupture with China, whether it's on the trade front or the financial front. But what they do want to do is make sure that they prevent supply chains to become too uh, dependent on China in a way that really affects uh, national security for the U.S. Now, do you think that Raimondo's visit helps smooth some of the recent tensions between the U.S. and China? Well, I think it helps to stabilize things. It helps to get us in a situation where the U.S.-China economic relationship is not falling off the rails, which I think is uh, very important for the global economy. I don't think it solves any of the bigger underlying issues about the global economic competition between Washington and Beijing, which I think are going to dominate probably the next few decades. James Politi is the FT's Washington bureau chief. Thank you, James. Thanks so much. Taiwan will hold a presidential election in January. The frontrunner is from the ruling Democratic Progressive Party, But a new high-profile contender has just entered the ring. Taiwan must not become Ukraine, and I will not let Taiwan become the next Ukraine. That's Terry Goh. He's the founder of the Taiwanese electronics manufacturer Foxconn, which makes supplies for Apple. And earlier this week, he announced he's running for president. The FT's Catherine Hilla is based in Taipei, and she says Goh's chances of winning are mixed. It's not the first time he's tried it, but he has not been this serious before, it looks like. He has a very, very big war chest. I mean, he is worth some $7 billion. But it really fascinates me why he thinks he has to do that, because he built a very, very successful business. And he does not seem as sophisticated in campaigning as he was in business. Go's bid to be Taiwan's next president is interesting for another reason. His company Foxconn has the majority of its workforce in China. Beijing says that Taiwan is part of China. So many are wondering if Beijing put pressure on Go to enter the race, thinking that if he won, he could influence Taiwan to get closer with its hostile neighbor. This is, of course, a valid question. He has rejected that. Foxconn is still China's 
largest private sector employer and exporter. They're a huge investor there. So I guess if there is a dependency and it goes both ways. And for the Chinese Communist Party, it's also not that simple to risk foreign investor sentiment and maybe technology supply chain reliability by really messing with Foxconn. So it's possible that there would be attempts to put pressure on him, but we haven't seen any evidence so far. Catherine Hilla is the FT's Greater China Correspondent. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com for free when you click the links in our show notes. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.